Have you ever spoken something into existence? Have you ever manifested a dream, big or small? Have you ever wanted to? Looking for a place to start? You're in the right place, baby. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso. I'm Lauren LaGrasso. I'm an award-winning podcast host and producer, singer-songwriter, public speaker, actor, and creative coach. And this is a show about the creative process and journey, mental health, self-development, spirituality, and everything it means to be a human and become more human. On the pod, you'll gain tools to go after your dreams, take fear out of the driver's seat, and love yourself enough to pursue whatever it is that's on your heart. Today, I'm talking with my boyfriend, Timmy, about how to speak a dream or goal into existence. And we're not experts by any means, but we've been kind of playing around with this and have had some success lately, so we wanted to share what we're learning. Welcome, Timmy. Welcome Hi. back to the pod. Hi. How Glad does it be feel? Back. Feels great to be back. Thanks for having me. <laughs> my gosh, my pleasure. My absolute pleasure and honor. <laughs> so today we're talking about speaking dreams, goals into existence. And it's something that you hear people say a lot, but what does it really mean in action? Because it can sound like a lot of woo-woo, mumble, mumbo-jumble. I was going to say mumble-jumble. <laughs> And so we want to talk about how to get started thinking about this and ways that it has been happening in our lives, because we've both seen two really real, a few actually really real examples in mm. our lives lately. And, you know, I've heard people say, like, talking about manifestation is privilege. Like, I feel like I have to acknowledge that, like, having even a dream is a privilege, right? Like, yeah. it's a mm. privilege to have a dream because that means that you're you're not in fight or flight and you have enough time to think about a better life. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that. But... I also recognize how much better the world would be if we all believe that our dreams are possible and if we all believe that we deserved to live as we are, mm -hmm. live as the unique individuals we are and live a, a life that has more ease to it. And that's really what we're speaking to right now is like, how can you live a life where you feel like yourself more of the time and how can you use whatever forces are working in the universe to help support you to do that? I get mm -hmm. that that is a privilege. But I think it's a privilege that we all deserve. And I want to help more people get that privilege. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we all share this. You know, like every human is capable of asking for more for themselves mm -hmm. in any capacity. But we, we all have that capability within ourselves to ask. Yeah. So, Timmy, I'm going to start with throwing it out to you, like why this has been on your mind and on both of our minds. And that's involving acting gigs and getting some acting gigs lately. So take it away, baby. Yeah. So for those who don't know, I'm a full-time actor um, and writer and just all around creative person here in LA. And if those words scare you, they should, because there's a lot of charge to being an actor, being in Los Angeles, being creative, especially in the American society and American culture where so much emphasis is put on generating money and not so much generating dreams or passions or um, artistic goals, things like that. But also, there's a way to do both. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that our culture in general separates the two. Yeah. I and I think that that's where the pain point comes in for us artists is that we think, okay, I have to choose my dreams or I choose money. I can't have both. Yeah. And I, I just mean by, you know, th these words are so charged that I was feeling that that charge, which was kind of backing me into sort of a, a corner uh, filled with negative space and negative energy just in terms of like you really are throwing your whole soul and your whole being up against your dreams and your passions and it, it can oftentimes feel like you're you're all alone and so I think I was feeling a bit of that as I was like 
auditioning for things and and hearing zero feedback or submitting to things and and not being called in for an audition well I was, I was just feeling really down about it and we had we were having a conversation where i was saying you had asked me what is it that you want what makes you happy and mm-hmm. i was very clear in a moment um that that came out of this sort of being backed into a corner of like I want to be working. I love when people ask me specifically to work with them. I love when people say, we love what you do. We want to work with you. We want to book you. We want to put you. Could be in any project, in any capacity, but we want you to work. We want to work with you. And ever since the moment that I said that, I think it was a couple hours later after we had that conversation and I got an opportunity, a a big opportunity for the next four months that was basically like, if Tim, if you're available, we want you. It's a, it's a small capacity, but it's the longevity is is going to be a while. It's going to last a long time. And so I said yes. And it was an acting gig, to be it was, clear. It was an acting yeah. gig, yeah. So I said yes to that gig. And then, you know, very happy, very kind of mesmerized a little bit, too, of like, wow, I was just saying that this is what I wanted, and all of a sudden it it came to fruition. And I think the next day or a day later – a friend of mine whom I hadn't spoken to in about a year, but we had worked maybe two years ago, spoken about a year ago, and out of the blue, he contacted me and said, hey, if you're still in the game, I have a project that you would be perfect for. And so again, I thought, well, I've been waiting for this and asking for this. The answer is yes, I'm available, I'm interested. A couple days after that, my good friend Paul Manganello contacted me and said, hey, you remember that project we have been working on since January, and we had filmed a couple months ago. We want to wrap that up and finish that this month. Are you available? Yes, I'm available for that. <laughs> uh, and then there there were actually a couple more things where, like, my my whole month got booked basically that night or the, the preceding following days and into July and into August. And that came from – it came from a moment of frustration and a place of frustration – but it also came from a place of passion and desire and saying, this is what I want. This is what makes me happy. Almost asking the universe in that way, please just give me this. It's what I need. Mm-hmm. It's it's what fulfills me. And in turn, I can give back. I can use my talent and my dreams and, and what I believe my purpose here on earth is to give back into the creative space and creative energy. Yeah. And a a few things were different about when you said it that night, because, you know, Tim and I have both you've heard me on the podcast, but him and I have both been going through a hard time and kind of like a reckoning and like, do we even want this? What the hell is going on? I know for you, like things have been really slow the past few months. I've been experiencing that, too. But when I asked him what he wanted that night, I swear to God, when you brought it and I haven't even told you this, but it was like a gust of wind. Hmm. It was like Oh, holy shit, where has this guy been? Like, <laughs> Aries was, energy. Yeah, he's got an Aries rising in his astrological chart. But it was like that. It was mm. like you were harnessing this fire to be like, I'm pissed off. I'm not going to take it anymore. This is what I want. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. And it was... The difference was, I think, the way him and I have both been kind of talking about things for a few months have been like, why isn't this happening for me? I want it so bad. I want. And it was like, it wasn't, oh, any sort of like desperate feeling. It wasn't any sort of 
you know, sadness to it. It was a very strong, the only way I can describe it is a gust of wind that came out of him Mm. with absolute intention and energy. Because I think I was kind of like, I was kind of getting into coach mode with you. (laughs) Like, okay, so if if that's not what you want, then what do you, you know, we were going back and forth about Mm. it. And then finally, I think maybe even out of being a little pissed off at me, which is fine because we both do that with each other. He was like, I want to act. I want to be called in to do things. I want to be invited to do things, which is interesting too, because if you listen to the human design episode, Timmy is also a projector mm-hmm. and he starts getting all these invitations. He starts feeling successful. He's transitioning out of feeling like sad and, you know, the not self theme of bitterness into like, wow, I'm here and I'm being recognized and it feels great. And so think that a big thing is it's hard because once you're in a, in a spiral of desperation with whatever your creative pain point is, it's so hard to get out of that and to get into a place of turning it from desperation into inspiration and like gusto. But I think that that's a huge part of speaking something into existence because if you're coming at it, speaking something into existence from like, why not me? I want this, Mm -hmm. which I often have done and tried. You're not going to get it because you're not probably ready for it. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a different energy that surrounds that desire, you know, or, or that whatever you're putting out to the universe in that way of like, why not me? Why can this not be me? Why doesn't this happen? As opposed to this isn't happening to me. I want it to happen. Help me make it happen. Yeah. It's almost like harnessing righteous anger. Yeah. You know, and it's not even like you're totally angry. It's just like, I deserve to be here. I deserve to take up space. I want to do what I want to do. Let me ask for it in a way that is extremely intentional, specific, and true to my my higher self. Yeah. There's a quote that I heard once, and I, I don't know who said it, but it's that the universe is demanding time from each and every one of us. What are we demanding from the universe? And I I feel like that feeds directly into what we're talking about. It's if the universe is demanding time from each and every one of us and will take us away at some point in time, we must then be forceful and fiery and feisty and demand what we want, what our dreams are and say, I want this. The universe and the world is throwing a lot at us. I want something back in return in a good way, in a positive way. Yeah. And it's not just you're demanding it. You're also offering it. You're Mm -hmm. saying, God, this is my talent. Mm -hmm. Please recognize it and tell me what you want me to do with it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's it's also an offering. It's not just an asking when you're speaking something into existence. It's like, this is what I have to offer. I am here. Help me do this. Yeah. And and that's that's a good point. We were saying that uh, Father's Day was just yesterday. And at least in the, the Christian Bible, there's a passage that goes something like, if you ask your father, how much will he want to give you what you ask for? If you ask your heavenly father, how much more will your heavenly father want to give to you? So something along the lines of you can ask someone who is close to you and, and they will want to give. And the universe or the father or you know the almighty, if you ask in, in that vein, in that with as big as that is, how much more will you receive from that? And I think it's really important to to think about. Yeah. Like the universe and your spirit guides and God literally want to give you what you desire. Mm -hmm. But they want you to be ready for it. Yeah. And so if you're coming at it with this like, oh, why not me? I feel so sad. I want to do. 
you're probably not ready for it. If mm-hmm. you do get the thing, you're going to crumble. Mm-hmm. So you have to come from it from that place of strength because once you're on the journey of fulfilling some sort of passion, it does require a lot from you. Mm-hmm. That that yes that you get to do the thing that you want to do is just the tip of the iceberg. So we were going to talk about this later and we're going to get into some of the more spiritual parts of it. But I one time heard somebody say in a, in a sermon, like, you got to stop feeling like you need to protect God from maybe disappointing you. Mm-hmm. God doesn't need your protection. God's okay. God's good. <laughs> ask for everything you want and more. And if it's a not right now or no, like ask for understanding someday, but you should ask for everything you want. Like, don't feel like you need to protect God by not asking for big things. And that really resonated with me because sometimes I think, and I don't even know if it's as much of a protecting God thing, but sometimes I think if I ask for the thing I actually want and I don't get it, does that mean God doesn't love me? And I know that's not true. And I know that every no I've gotten has been a necessary delay so that I could get stronger or go in a different path and gain a different skill set. But it is a fear that runs through your head. And I think that this saying that you're giving like your heavenly parental figure wants to give you even more than anyone on earth could ever give you more than you can probably even imagine. So at least speak what you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Speak what you can imagine. And then the, the spiritual powers that be will help guide you toward what you are asking for in the capacity that you're asking for it or demanding it of or or that you wish you have or that you know that you're capable of receiving. And that, you know, just to tie it back to we were talking about mystic mumbo jumbo mumble jumble um, <laughs> that this, you know, I bring up that that Christian passage because this is this has been tried and true in humanity for 2000 years and probably beforehand people understand this to be a truth of humanity ask and you will receive so it's not just in our time with the internet and manifestation or some of these words that seem kind of new age or or kind of woo woo but all throughout humanity i think people have understood this power within themselves and in the universe that Ask and you shall receive, but be intentional about it. And the example Tim gave is an example of something happening really fast. I've had things like that in my life that were like super blessed where I was trying to decide if I was going to switch my degree to communication or from journalism. And I was like, God, I just need a sign. And I looked down and I was standing on a manhole, you know, like a manhole cover Mm -hmm. that said communication on it. So like (laughs) there have been things like that that have happened in my life super fast and I was super lucky and just was like such a clear sign from like spirit that like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But there are also slow burns out there. And that doesn't mean they're not going to happen, but it just takes a lot longer. By the way, I just feel like I need to give another caveat. Timmy and I have had lots of examples of this happening in our lives, but we're just now starting to get more intentional about it. So You know, we're by no means experts, but this is just Mm -hmm. what we are feeling and thinking and what we're seeing as of right now. So speaking of longer things, I've wanted to go to Europe since I was a little, little girl and most specifically Sicily and Italy, because that's where I'm from. And I've had it on my dream board since 2015. I had um, Sicily and Italy on there. And I even had a thing that said, like, next job, next trip, next love, (laughs) which is funny because I was in a relationship at the time. (laughs) Sorry to my ex, but I don't think I was thinking of it that way. But I was actively trying to manifest this trip of my dreams, but there was a lot holding me back. There was fear holding me back. There was 
I didn't think I deserved to take that much time off. And I, at that Mm. point, really wasn't in a place where I could have taken the time off. I'd never taken a vacation that was more than like five days, five, six days at that point in my life. And, you know, my family, I love them so, so much. My mom worked for American Airlines my entire life, or her entire life, basically, her entire adult life. And we could have flown anywhere in the world for either nothing, no no cost, or very cheap. But for some reason, we just went to Florida. <laughs> if that's not American, I don't know what is. But uh, yeah, we've been all over Florida, but like I never went to Europe except once with my choir, but that was an abusive situation. If you've mm. listened to the pod for a while, you know that. So I didn't really get the experience. And yeah, like it's been something I wanted to do, but I guess on my own, it just felt unfathomable. And we talk, my family would talk about it. And we're like, we're going to go to Italy, but we never got even close to making the plans. And then I guess when I met Tim, I don't even remember saying this. I was like, yeah, and I really want to go to Italy and I really want to go to Sicily and I want to see where I'm from. And it, it's really important to me. And Lo and behold, I, you know, it's funny. I haven't even told you this. So you had been telling me about how you were going to go to, to Germany. To Germany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was really hoping you would ask me to go with you. Mm-hmm. But I was never going to ask you mm-hmm. because I'm like, that is so extra. Like, <laughs> just let him have his trip. But then in December, you're like, yeah. Do you want to come, come with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. <laughs> And it, I think it, right at that point, we decided we would go to Italy, yeah. too. Yeah, because even before that, um, when we were first dating, recording, um, and we were on the bluffs, uh, like overlooking the ocean, I had given you like a, a euro, a, a five, five dollar euro. euro. Yeah. Or five euro. Yeah, that was... Um... <laughs> five dollar euro isn't a thing. <laughs> that was like, you know, I want you to manifest your, your dream to go to Italy because because you had told me so many times about it. And I I feel like from that moment there was something of like this is becoming real. So that it, was it began the slow burn. Yeah. yeah. You're, in two thousand fifteen you had on your board Italy, Sicily, um, right next to Motown or Motor City, which yeah. is where we're going before we're going to Italy. Well, you know, and the funny thing is a lot of things on that dream board have come true. And mm-hmm. maybe I'll bring the dream board out so it can be on screen for a little bit and show people. But um you know, I put Motor City on there because I wanted to start like splitting my time between Detroit and L.A. more. And over the pandemic, I achieved that. Mm-hmm. I spent nine months in Detroit with my family and got that. So I felt like that dream was checked off. And it's interesting because I think what you were getting at is that we're going to Detroit, spending time in Detroit for a few days, mm-hmm. then going to Munich, mm-hmm. then going to Sicily, then going to Italy. Yeah. And so it's like all these things came together and there was this one like picture I put on the dream board of like this deep romantic love that was kind of like movie like and I feel like I got that too. Yeah, we both got that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it is amazing but that was a long time. Like mm-hmm. 7 years. Yeah. Over over 7 years cuz I made that in February 2015. Yeah. So And I think that just goes to show that like if you if you really have a dream and you really have something that you're passionate about, don't ever let it go and keep speaking it out into mm-hmm. into existence because eventually you will find someone or something that will help you achieve that. But I really do think it was when you gave me that euro that set it into motion. Mm-hmm. Because that got me thinking, oh, this could be real. Like yeah. it just felt like some kind of distant, far off thing until you grounded me in that reality. And I think sometimes with this kind of stuff, 
we need somebody else to tell us that it could be real. Like, mm-hmm. even if we have the desire, we need somebody else to come and stoke the fire and put the match. Like, maybe we have the bonfire made, right? Like, we have, like, all the, the wood out, and we've got the bonfire circle made, and we've got the pit. But we need somebody to come and light the spark or light the match and throw it into the fire and say, this could be a reality for you. Yeah. Or give you the match, really. Yeah. You gave me the match. Yeah. Gave you the match, babe. <laughs> and then I lit it. <laughs> and set it on fire. fire. Yeah. So that was really powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we have fun here. <laughs> And I think if I had really wanted this Europe trip sooner, you know when you're like, you want something, but it's not the right time. Yeah. You know, because I kind of just let it linger Mm -hmm. for, I mean, like my whole life, basically, until I met you. And maybe that's like a different kind of faith. With the Europe trip, I always knew it would someday happen, or I felt it would someday happen, but it was just about the timing and I didn't focus on it, and then it kind of came to me. So maybe that's a, a piece of it, too. It's like just knowing what your desires are, continuing to feel good about them and keep them in mind, and when the moment arises and when you feel a path clearing for you to make those things come true, going for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that feeds right into the divine timing of it all. If you truly believe that this is what's meant for you, and you and you just keep bringing it up every every so often, not mm-hmm. obsessing over it to a point where it becomes detrimental, but you just keep believing like this will happen, this will happen. Eventually, it will, because your your mental energy and creative energy will be so powerful. And, and you might even not know that you're asking for it. But someone, something somewhere knows that part of your aura or your body is asking for it and it might bring it to you i'm just kind of thinking about that in regard to some of the other things that i've been saying i want and that i know i do want like Mm -hmm. even stuff with my music career like even though i've been doing things i've got six singles out i play shows you know i put music videos out and everything i feel like there are parts of me that haven't gone after everything i possibly can as much as i possibly can but then part of me is like well, was that some part of deeper wisdom or knowledge in me that knows or knew that the times before all of them weren't the right times and there's mm-hmm. another time coming up that could be the right time where I'm going to feel more compelled to go after things like music festivals or a music manager or that kind of thing. Yeah. That's an interesting thought to have. Like maybe that part of my music journey or like going deeper with my music journey, I found a lot of shame in it over the years and I found a lot of like, Feelings of failure, but maybe it was actually part of a deeper knowing that it wasn't the right time and the right time's coming up. And for whatever reason, my path is later, not later in life, but like later than what the music industry would lead you to believe is a good time to have your big break. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it's so important to remember that and reflect on that, because if if you had received what you wanted at an earlier time that was not right for you, you might then abandon that dream altogether because you would be so overwhelmed or you would be yeah. so distraught or something else would be going on in your or life. too young to handle it. Too like, young, yeah. I do think about that a lot in regard to especially music. You know, there's a reason they groom people mm-hmm. so young. Mm-hmm. It's because they can control them. Mm-hmm. When you're in your 30s, it's a lot harder to control you. You already know who you are. Good luck. Yeah. There's still some shit maybe we'd put up with just because we really love what we love, but mm-hmm. we're not going to put up with nearly as much as we would as a 21-year-old because your brain isn't even fully developed yet. Yeah. 
They give yeah. these kids before their brains are even done developing. Yeah. And um, I, for one, am really glad that I made it through that phase at least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still hope something happens soon, but I'm happy that if something happens now, hopefully it does. It's happening once I know, have a really good grip on who I am. Yeah. And business savvy, because I did not have that prior to being like 27, 28. Yeah, I think that's so important to remember. And I, I had this thought just a couple days ago, um, you know, with my, my whole month that kind of got booked. And last week, I, I had to take a moment and just say like, wow, this week, I am living my dream. Yeah. I'm waking up every morning like loving waking up i have someone beautiful to come home to and to talk to and to share my my success with every single day i'm i'm on a film set i'm acting i'm creating a character i'm i'm joining in this dance of life and i go to bed and i wake up and get to do it all over again and even though that's you know only one week so that's like 7 days worth of time it's still so important to remind yourself like i am now living my dream so just like everything will pass, you know, this too shall pass to remember and remind yourself that when it's over, okay, now we're in hustle mode. Now we're in grind mode. Now, now we need to ask the universe again or be more intentional about something more to ask for. I want to relive my dream for another week or I want to relive my dream for another year or the rest of my life. But being so intentional and so grateful yeah, and sharing that gratitude. Yeah, that's another thing. So when we were planning my Uncle Tony's funeral, something that just kept coming up again and again, we were looking at Bible verses to pull for the program. And gratitude is all over basically every holy spiritual text mm. ever. And I know it sounds like sometimes gratitude list. I remember in Thanksgiving when I was little, they would ask us to say, thank you so much. I'm so grateful today for Bible. And I would like, get embarrassed by it. I don't know. It's very vulnerable to be mm. grateful, funnily yeah. enough. Yeah. But if you can get past like the awkwardness of being like, thank you for this day. Thank you for my sight. Thank you for my sense of tastes just even little things and then getting to like the days when you do get to experience your dreams just like really dropping into great gratitude and saying thank you for this and I want more of this I love what you've given me so much and I want even more and I want to spread more joy in the world by being more of who I am and just like keep resonating on that feeling I just think like attracts like you're going to get more if you really sink into the moment and enjoy it when it does happen. When, yeah. when the things you've spoken into existence or prayed about come true, really feeling every second of that and allowing yourself to enjoy it. Because I think so often we just go through it and try to get to the next thing because as creatives, we often get conned into this scarcity complex. Mm. But if instead of scarcity, we could go to a place of abundance, abundance. Yeah. and really say oh my gosh I'm so grateful for this this is amazing this is such a beautiful day I'm so grateful to do what I love today I'm so grateful to have had this thing and I can't wait to do more just teach me what you want me to do next because I would love to do more like this and even greater things yeah yeah embrace that sense of openness because mm -hmm. the 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 world like the law of attraction works in this way and the law of acceleration an object put in motion will stay in motion and will generate speed. So if you, in that moment in time when you feel yourself open, just that one moment of time, grab it and hold on to it. Keep yourself open. Keep yourself grateful. And keep moving forward. Take that momentum from one thing to the next. And so one thing we've talked about that you brought up to me was telling people what you want. Inviting mm -hmm. helpers to 
assist you. My chair keeps creaking a lot. <laughs> uh, inviting helpers to assist you in your manifestation journey or your uh, journey of finding your dreams and finding yourself. And so that's something that's been really uh, apparent in my my life. Whenever I have spoken something into existence, most often it's been because I told someone else. Like if I had mm-hmm. never told Timmy that I really wanted to go to Europe, I highly doubt that I would be going right now. He maybe just would have gone by himself and like said, all right, bye later. See you, girl. <laughs> going to my events. Have Goodbye. fun. Have fun. <laughs> Cheerio. Cheerio. But because I told him, he gave me that five piece euro and helped me start manifesting my dream. And now here we are about two weeks out from our trip, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Another example of this in my life was the Ellen show when I was in college. And I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but I would just tell everybody, I don't know why I said this. Maybe I just somewhere in me knew that this is how it was going to happen. But I'd say, I want to intern on the Ellen show someday. <laughs> I was in mid Michigan. How the hell did I think that was going to happen? Told everyone, everyone in the theater department, at Michigan state. Well, lo and behold, this guy, Brandon, who I still credit with the fact that I'm in LA right now, came up to me and said, you know what? I actually know someone who works on The Ellen Show. Mm. He went to college with this girl who's a PA. He's like, you know, she doesn't have any power, but I'm going to give you her email and maybe she can put your resume at the top of the list. I'm like, amazing. Well, I found out they didn't do summer internships, so I just kind of sat on her email because I didn't have time at that period in my life because I was taking all these credit hours so I could graduate on time. And then end of 2011 rolls around. I'm finishing out my summer classes. I realize I need three more credits to get two pieces of paper. So I reach out to this Jill person. (laughs) Jill was the one who was the one who was the PA. Lo and behold, Jill, like three days before I reached out to her, had been upgraded to production coordinator, who just happens to be the person who hires the interns. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. So because I told somebody... And because I actually waited, I didn't get the thing I wanted. Mm -hmm. I didn't get that summer internship because Ellen didn't do summer internships. I waited another year, reached out to her at the exact moment that she had gotten that position. I got a call from her like after I sent the resume, probably like 10 minutes later. And I had the job within two weeks. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just a sign of. When you speak something into existence, it doesn't always happen right away, but telling somebody that you can trust who has your best interests at heart can help set something in motion in ways you could never imagine. Very similar mm-hmm. thing happened with SiriusXM. So I became obsessed with SiriusXM when I was younger, and I would just like listen to it when I was in LA and like envision myself like being on air with these people and like it just made me feel so much less alone. It's really what ignited my love for audio. So I would tell everybody I want to work on SiriusXM. It's my dream to work on SiriusXM. I'm obsessed with radio. I tell everyone. I don't know why. I just did it. This was about 2015. Interestingly enough. Interesting. I started working at AfterBuzz TV and. I went to a seminar that was hosted by two of the founders, uh, Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menunos. And I went up to Kevin after and I was like, I'm obsessed with radio. I love Sirius XM. I want to work there someday. He goes, I might have an opportunity for you. He's, he yells out his email address at me as he's leaving, like as he's like running out. He's like, email me. And so I took down his email address. I sent him an email saying all the things I loved and like pitching him ideas he like wrote me back and you know basically told he was like this is so awesome maria's doing a show keep in touch 
A month later, I get a frantic phone call from him being like, get over here. The vice president of female content's here, and I want you to meet her. I'm like, holy shit. I was in the middle of making dinner. I, like, turned off the oven, left my half-cooked food there, and went over to where they were meeting. This woman just happened to be the person who had created all the shows that I was obsessed with, that I had fallen in love with, that made me fall in love with radio. So she created Cocktails with Patrick, Wake Up with Taylor, all these shows. And I was like, oh, my God, you're my radio Jesus. I went home that night under Kevin's advice, wrote up a list of like 100 ideas for Maria's show, sent it to her. And because of my passion and because I spoke it into existence, they created a position for me to be an associate producer on this show and be on air with Maria quite often. And the rest is history. That's how I got into podcasting. That's amazing. So it is. Like there are moments where you're like, wow, God is real. Yeah. How else can you explain that? That was miraculous that all those things came together. Yeah. So I think, I don't know why it's some, in some areas it's been much easier for me than in other areas, but I'm hoping to harness that energy toward my music career soon. (laughs) Well, it's interesting you mentioned that about like inviting the helpers because just as individually we have that capacity within ourselves to to manifest and to bring things into existence and fruition through our thoughts and actions and speaking, so too does every other individual on the planet. So mm-hmm. if you're vibrating at that that high frequency of like, I really, really want this, and you tell that to someone, they too have the capacity to vibrate higher at that same frequency and send it out even further. So it's it's almost as if you're amplifying your signal the more people you tell that eventually it will reach someone or something and everyone will be caught up in that passion and just say like, yeah, we hear your passion. We want you. But you notice how we talked about this. So this is something as Timmy and I were prepping out what we wanted to talk with you about. We were like, it's very specific in how you mm. talk to these people who are potential helpers or potential co-creators with you in this manifestation. It's not, God, you know, I, I'm really wanting to get into radio, I, I'm, but I haven't been succeeding. I don't know anyone. Could you help me? No, that's not what I did, did I? Mm-hmm. I went up to them and I was like, I'm obsessed with radio. <laughs> I love it so much. It's my dream to work at SiriusXM someday. And we were talking about the difference between that because I think Tim and I have both had experiences. And I think that's a big difference with how I've been historically talking about my music career. It's been like, I love music, but I'm not reaching enough people and I want to do more of it. But it's very much like a feeling of desperation and woe is me and I feel bad for myself and honestly a little whiny Mm -hmm. versus I love music. I'm so excited (laughs) about it. I want to reach as many people as possible because I love music music and it makes me happy and I want to help other people feel ignited and seen by what I create. I feel like that's what's at the forefront of my mind but right underneath it and what always seeps out is that feeling of but I'm not enough. So it's really trying to get out of like if you you too struggle with this this kind of like mode of like desperation that can seep through a lot and like overcome our passion. Mm -hmm. Don't let your desperation overcome your passion because your passion will help you manifest, create, co-create all these things. Very, very fast, honestly, too. A lot of the time. Yeah. And that, that energy, you know, desperation attracts desperation. Um, Enthusiasm attracts enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. So even if you if you don't know where to get started, as long as you bring that intention and that energy of enthusiasm, other people will be attracted to that and just say like, "Oh wow! Like maybe I don't know how to help you, but man, like you have a dream." Yeah, and and they'll remember that and try and help you 
along that way. Like I was talking to this kid and I, I don't know what he was talking about, but he was passionate about it. An example would be like, let's say I was trying to get somebody to believe in my music. I'm trying to build up my Spotify profile. Been trying to do that for a long time. So how I've been talking about it has been this. It just feels so sad to me that I love music so much and I don't even have like a hundred monthly listeners. Like I feel bad about that. It makes me feel bad. What's wrong with me? How can I do it? I just don't know how to do it. Not too fun. Mm -hmm. What if it was this instead? You know, I love music so much. I am so passionate about music. I think that the message I have is really important and I want to get it out to more people. Right now, the numbers aren't where I want them to be. So what I'm really wanting to resonate on is getting at least 100 monthly listeners. Would you resonate on that with me? Or do you have any ideas of how I could do that? It's a slight shift, but we're saying the exact same thing. It's just mm-hmm. coming from a very different point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, it does kind of come off night and day. You know, mm-hmm. there's one that is very interior, you know, closed off and one that is very expressive and open and ready to accept. Yeah. So we also have talked a lot about, Timmy and I recently, when we we're speaking about this, about getting specific, because you might think that you're being specific with what you want, but... An example that I think I have used on the podcast before, but it's been a long time. I I knew this girl who was incredible. She was, um, you know, a worker at one of the local markets back home. And we became close with her throughout the years because my mom was always ordering food from there. And we would call her. And one day I was like, you know, what do you want to do? Like, what's your dream? And she was like, well, you know, my dream is to work with animals. I want to do something with animals. I just went dead silent. Of course, I wrote, said back something nice, like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like, you should do it. But what I was thinking inside is, well, she got her dream because this woman worked behind the meat counter. So she was working with animals. They were just dead. <laughs> and it, I mean, it is a little funny, but it's just a, it's a great example of how you absolutely need to be specific. Yeah. Yeah. Intentional, specific. Yeah. Because you you might you might speak upon something and it might be given to you, but mm-hmm. in a way that you just never, never wanted. Yeah. You, you wanted something more. So the more specific and intentional you are, the more you can bring that into your life. Yeah. Or an example in my own life, like something I used to pray about a lot back in that same time period, like 2014, 2015 was, I want to make my entire living from, I would just say like 15 things, which is a, little bit tough in and of itself but I would say I want to make my entire living from music from acting from radio and I would say these things and you know I do make the bulk of my income now from podcasting formerly Mm -hmm. known as radio I mean radio still exists but podcasting has taken over for that in my life but I didn't say like hosting my own show or like having my own whatever And so I got what I wanted, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted. And I also clumped so many things together. I think as much as you can like separate the actual things you want and be specific about those separate things, the better. And maybe that means going after one at a time, but clumping them all together, I don't think was the most ideal method of praying for something or intending for something or speaking something into existence. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to say about that? No, that that's, (laughs) that's very specific. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Oh, yeah. So another thing we've talked about is how important it is to have a supportive partner in this and to have supportive people around you because there are people you're going to want to get whiny with sometimes. Those Mm -hmm. should be the people who know who you are and know the core of the strength of who you are and who won't take that victim-y self 
for real. They know that you're just going through a moment and then after that you're going to go toward the thing you want with strength and integrity. They also can remind you of who you really are when you're in one of those moments. Yeah, we all fall sometimes and it's I think it's really important to have those people in your corner that truly have your best interests. Like you're saying that know you at at the core of your personality. And just say like, okay, you, you've got yourself stuck in a moment, to quote you too. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get out of it. But All right, so Zerv Bono. <laughs> but, you know, that those people that recognize that and say like this, I, I know you're in a moment right now. I know this is not truly who you are. Let me receive and share and feel what you're feeling right now. And then let me help you help build you back up. Yeah. It's what I know you to be. And for me personally, like these past few months, if Timmy hadn't been saying like, you have everything it takes, like I believe in you and I want to help you do this. And, you know, my mom also has been doing that for me Mm -hmm. for years. My dad does it as much as he can. He gets a little scared, but he does 100% support me and, you know, knows that I will eventually get there and I've gotten there in a few ways. So, but if I hadn't had Timmy, though, supporting me through this, like I think that this whole part of uh, having an identity crisis would have been so much worse because even if I couldn't believe in myself for a minute, he was there to back me up and remind me of what I was doing. Yeah, I see your brilliance. And it's the same way that you see the brilliance within me that sometimes I forget or I can lose sight of. And, you know, hearing that that firm belief of like, "I, I know you can do this. I know you to be great. We all need it. And that that reminder is so helpful. And the more you can surround yourself, I think, with people like that, like-minded people and like-minded creative goals, the better and mm-hmm. the easier it, it can be sometimes. Yeah, for sure. You want people who will pick you up when you're down, not like shove you down. Because if yeah. when I had been crying, I'm like, should I even do music anymore? Tim was like, you know what? No, I don't think you should. I probably would have broken up with him, but <laughs> but <laughs> it would have shaken my confidence. Yeah. Like, honestly, when we're in those moments, we need somebody who's just going to be like, no, you should 100%. And maybe they won't be like, keep doing it the way you're doing it if it's not working. Like, mm-hmm. we also want somebody who will give challenge us. Like, Tim and I went to dinner on Saturday night, and like, he kind of challenged me on a few things, and it, it was jarring and it was hard, but it was helpful mm-hmm. because he was like making me get more specific. Because I think that's something that I'm getting to is with my music, with my music career, I've gotten, I was, I've been very general about what I want because Mm -hmm. I also didn't feel like I knew exactly what I want. I also didn't feel like I knew what was right. Like all I knew is I wanted my music to be heard, but that's pretty broad. Yeah. So like he was helping me hammer down. And so like he was telling me, I believe in you, you can do it. And what if we tried it this way? So you want that kind of person that that brings the balance of, I believe in you and I want to co-create with you to help you get there and like see things that you're not seeing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a good point too because I I can see from an outside perspective where there could be differences in the way that you're going about what you want. And one area is the specificity of what you're asking for. To me, some of what you were asking for came across as a little too general. Mm-hmm. And so we were working together to try and find the specifics of it and then taking it a step further working together to find the specific actions that could lead to those specific goals. Yeah. And something else I wanted to say, just circling back to something we said before, like just to put words to it, when you do get vulnerable with people, you don't know if they're in your inner circle and like you can, you know, really state how 
how deeply you feel about something or if you're really feeling sad about a part of your career. When you get vulnerable, get vulnerable confidently with them. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was kind of the thing I was saying where like, you know, I really I love music so much. I know my numbers aren't where they could be and I want to figure that out. Do you have any ideas on how to figure that out or like my intention right now is to figure out how to increase my numbers on Spotify. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that versus I'm so sad my numbers aren't higher. Yeah. Which is the way I think I've been going about it for years. Yeah, yeah. Because you, even though you're following the advice of speaking something into existence, you're speaking it into existence in, in an ill-confidenced way. Yeah. Where it comes across uh, as like needy or, you know, whatever that yeah. energy is. And then that kind of is not going to go anywhere. It doesn't really have any legs. As yeah. opposed to being... You want to inspire the other person you're talking to yeah. to believe in you as much as you believe in your dream. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there, there's a saying to fail gloriously. And I forget about this, but sometimes people love someone that, that just says like, "Woo, I'm failing. <laughs> I am failing right now. I could use some help, really use some help, but I am failing. And people people love that because we all we all fail. Like I said, we yeah. all fall, stumble. But if you can fail gloriously sometimes that's funny. that can attract something i love that <laughs> <laughs> Woo! hang loose baby hang, Wait, loose. Is that hang loose is this this is hang there you loose. go yeah that's rock on yeah there you go i always get hang loose and rock on mixed up <laughs> okay we've already touched on some of the spiritual parts of this but something that i did recently after listening to one of my best friends podcasts uh, Psychic Scoop with Spirit Sis, a.k.a. Steffi Hill. She did an amazing podcast, which I highly recommend you go listen to after this, about the difference between spirit guides, angels, and your passed on loved ones. And one of the things she talked about is how to start getting in touch with your spirit guides. And she said, before you go to bed at night, you can ask them, give me a sign, um, clear the path for me, help me get toward this thing. So you can be asking them to be your co-creators and speaking something into existence. But also, you can ask for signs. And so that night before I went to bed, this was Friday night, I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to do what Steffi said. So I just, I can't explain it, but I feel like I cleared everything out of me and I felt a level of peace in my body that I don't typically feel. Like, I usually feel anxiety and I'm spinning, but I was just completely focused on this one thing. So when you do, if you do this, try your best to get really focused on connecting with them. And I said, okay, spirit guides, God. Lauren, (laughs) I really need a sign if you want me to like keep going with music. I need you to clear the path for me and I need a sign that you want me to do this. So if you can give me a sign that's like really clear and undeniable, just bring it through and and help me see it. Then I fell asleep like a a minute later. (laughs) (laughs) Done with you. Let's go to bed. Um, So that night I had this weird dream about Paul McCartney. And I dreamt that I don't know if he has a New York apartment, but I dreamt I was at his apartment in New York City and we were working together in some capacity. And he was Italian in my dream, which was really interesting. Probably like to show a kinship between the two of us. But I woke up and I was like, the first thing I thought when I woke up, I was like, that was weird. Why did I have a dream about Paul McCartney? Never dreamt about a beetle before. But I went on with my day. And went on the computer. I was actually um, recording a session for a Glennon show. We can do hard things that day. So I went on Facebook right before that and just like took a quick glance. The first thing I see is a video of Paul McCartney that says, happy birthday, Paul. It just happened to be his birthday Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
to me, that was a clear sign. I told Steffi, she's like, oh, my God, I have chills all up and down my body. Like, that is such a clear sign. Like, they want you to go toward this. And, like, it just felt like such a recognition. And the other thing about it is the Beatles, their song Eleanor Rigby was the first song I ever learned on guitar. The first song, I didn't even think of this until after I saw the Happy Birthday Paul thing. But the first time I thought, oh, my God, maybe I could be a songwriter because they wrote this beautiful song with two chords, E minor and C. If they could do that, I could do that. I could write a song with two chords. And so it was this beautiful culmination. And then another thing happened that night at dinner. Timmy and I were having this big discussion about music and I was Mm -hmm. crying and we were going back and forth. (laughs) And then all of a sudden I realized on the screen was this Angels game. Angels. um, Baseball. Baseball. Angel City. Is that what they call it? Uh, No, the Anaheim Angels. Anaheim Angels. Mm -hmm. So I had been talking with my mom's best friend who knows somebody who works in the MLB who could potentially help me sing the national anthem at an Angels game. And I'd been putting off emailing them. Still haven't emailed them. (laughs) Maybe tonight. Tonight, yeah. yeah, This is my sign. (laughs) This is your sign. (laughs) But that was, to me, another sign. Like, okay, send the damn email, and also you should sing at this game. So we'll see if that happens. But, you know, it is pretty amazing what can happen when you ask for something. And then this other thing came up where a pretty major music manager, my friend made a connection with them, and he's interested in being put on my radar or Mm -hmm. other way around putting me on his radar Mm -hmm. so he's already in my radar (laughs) to be clear but you know you can ask for help from friends you can ask for help from strangers Mm -hmm. and you can ask for help from your spirit guides god the universe whatever you believe in but there's so much good energy around you both physical and metaphysical and like spiritual that we can't even see Mm -hmm. that wants to help you be yourself and live a life that feels in integrity with who you are. Yeah, and try it, you know, start out with little things. You know, try try your hand at manifesting the little things, yeah. asking for little things, and work your way up to some of the, the big, big dreams that you've always wanted in your life. Yeah, you can test it. Like, sometimes it's fun to test it. Like, I did that today. I was, like, thinking about something stupid. I'm like you know what, I just want to build up my TikTok following. And I did like a specific number in my head of what I wanted to do. I'm like, spirit guides, help me do this. Make it easy for me to post content that I like that will be helpful to other people and that feels good to me and that reaches people and help me get to this specific number. So we'll see what happens. But I think doing little things like that, like doing small asks, even if it's like I want to get two emails today that have an inquiry about something I'm doing with coaching or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, You can do small asks to kind of test the system and see how it works and see how it feels. But do it. Try your best to do it with a pure heart and not be like, oh, God, I hope it works. Because I feel like the minute that desperate energy is attached, it's a no go. Yeah. And you had literal angels watching over you, which I really like. I didn't even realize (laughs) that. Maybe you'll have some angels watching over you as well. (laughs) You mean like the angels game, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a good one, baby. Out in the distance, they were watching you. Yeah. Just being born, like that's why I always say creativity is your birthright. Being mm-hmm. born makes you worthy to dream. Yeah. The pursuit of happiness is literally your right. Mm-hmm. So go out, pursue it, ask for what you want, talk to your spirit guides, angels, and God and the universe, and um, and believe in yourself. Because mm-hmm. I believe in you, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow Timmy, you can follow him at the underscore feisty underscore rascal 
<laughs> thank you, Liz Full, for the show's theme music. You can follow her at Liz Full. And again, thank you. If you like what you heard today, remember to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Share the show with a friend and post about it on social media. Tag me at Lauren LaGrasso and at Unleash Your Inner Creative, and I will repost to share my gratitude. Also tag Timmy at the underscore feisty underscore rascal so he can share it too. My wish for you this week is that you know how deeply worthy you are of your dreams and that you start speaking them into existence. And Timmy and I are here rooting for you and resonating with you on whatever you want. We can be part of your, uh, part of your, what, what did we call it earlier? Good collaborators. Yeah, your helpers. We can be we your can manifestation be, helpers. We can be your manifestation helpers. Mm-hmm. You know, we love you and are so grateful for you listening every week. Love you, and we, and we believe, believe in you. you. Talk with you next week.